Welcome back, everybody, to the Hop Nation USA podcast. This is episode 185. We are two away from our murder episode. Hell yeah. On a long enough timeline, all podcasts end up being murder podcasts. Yeah. We are two away. And that Night Stalker documentary just came out, so (laughs) hey. That means we have precedent. Excellent. <laughs> Got to get some California beers, and we'll talk a little bit of Night Stalker. <laughs> Find ourselves a guest for that. <laughs> so before we get to that, I am Adam. I am one of your hosts. I'm here to drink beer and talk about all things beer. That was Steve. Steve, yes. where is where are you? You are not regular Steve right now. No. Well, I was. I I run the show graphic, and then I become Steve of the internet. There it is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and for those of you that are listening audio only, that means nothing to you. Yeah. It means get on the YouTube already. Check it out. That's right. We need subscribers. Steve needs to pay for all this glassware we're selling. Hint, hint, buy our glassware. We need some subbies and, you know, the views are real low. And I'm tired of editing these videos for nothing. <laughs> it's a passion project, Steve. It's a passion project. Mm. It's only a matter of time before we get that PBR money. Mm-hmm. But before we sell ourselves out, we have ourselves a guest. A guest that I've been looking forward to for, well, ever since we asked her to come on the show. (laughs) (laughs) But this is Lauren Carey. She is with the Beard Owl podcast. And I must say right off the bat, I am jealous of the premise, first and (laughs) foremost. They take two of my favorite things, combine them together, beer and Weird Owl. How can you not love something like that? So Lauren, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. I've been looking forward to this ever since you asked me. (laughs) (laughs) And we won't pull back the curtain and say how long ago that was. We'll say you were on the schedule for the last two months. Yeah, yeah, two months, two months and dog months. Yeah, totally. (laughs) But, But to be fair, and this is something for anybody else who's listening right now, I put out the call on Twitter of like who would like to be on our show as a guest and either is, I don't know who runs your Twitter, but you know, either. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Lauren replied, you know, Hey, we could come and talk beer on your beer show. And I said, that's okay. And we can we'll come back around. And then we did. So here she is. That's so true. if you're a podcaster or just anybody who does music or movies or something, you know, reach out to us. We can accommodate you. You know, the, between Adam and I, we have enough interests and yeah. stuff that we can talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> and now that our number one slot has been vacated by having Lauren on the show, we, oh. need, a new, we need a new number one. Yeah, we need new guests. So reach out. <laughs> yeah. I'm just really happy to be here. I like an excuse to drink good beer and like talk to people about it rather than just sit and drink it by myself in silence. why do you think we do this podcast i know right (laughs) and speaking of talking beers i believe it's time for us to talk about the beers that we're drinking right now uh steve would you like to go first sure why not uh so last week was dry january for us and we talked nothing but sandwiches 
I'm doing the other hashtag this week. I'm doing January. Ah, okay. Where you try new things, but that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense on the show because we try new things every week, but ignore that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But this week I am trying a brewery that I've been putting off simply because it's been super hyped in our area and I don't get motivated by things like that. And I just ignore things like that. (laughs) I think I know who you're talking about, but I don't want to say in case I'm wrong. Well, why don't you take a guess? I, well, now I don't want to guess because now I think I'm going to be wrong. I was going to say Hightower. No, no, because we've had Hightower before already and we like them. It's true. We did and we have. Yeah. No, New Trail. Oh, yes. Okay. Posts about New Trail basically fill up Facebook groups, especially the Fuel by Hops and the breweries in PA. And people just go on and on about how good their IPAs are. So I picked up a new trail IPA. This one is called the Drift. It is an eight and a half double IPA. And it's made with Sultana, Citra, and Amarillo hops. Big, you know, surprise on the Citra. (laughs) (laughs) The surprise of no one. Yeah. Uh, But it's also made with Germanic malts and fluffy oats. And that's why it looks like, you know, orange juice. One thing I must say, Steve, that... The photos that you have on the video feed, which you should be watching on YouTube, posted every Monday, uh, the video or the, the photos that you're showing are fantastic. I am impressed. Yeah, I, uh, I, I moved some things around. Like I got more space within the office. Uh-huh. So I, yeah, so I have, more, I have more space to use a yeah, tiny studio to take better pictures. It just looks <laughs> nice. like you put the beer in front of an ocean. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, the beer's having a vacation. It's beautiful. Like, from day to night, just hanging out on the beach. I like it. Where it can just sort of drift off. Oh! oh, oh, oh. Mm. I felt good about that one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you should. <laughs> so, have you had it yet, Steve? Or are you still... Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been drinking. It? Yeah, I've been and? drinking on it. It's fine. <laughs> in-depth review awesome it's a hazy ipa with citra what are we really doing here (laughs) and that's one of the reasons why i avoided getting into new trail because i knew i was going to say what i just did i was going to be totally unimpressed the way other people have been fawning over this brewery just tripping over their own feet to post it you kind of set yourself up for failure a little bit then with the hazy didn't you no, because I went for, I mean, all they do is IPAs, and they do mostly hazy IPAs. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. So you so, went with their strength. Yeah, I went with their strength, and I just checked out one of them. And just to see what it was all about, it's fine. I'll say it's not, it's actually not as soft as a lot of hazy IPAs are. So okay. the the Amarillo hop, which I'm actually not a big fan of, it's i don't know anytime i've had it it always adds like this really strong bitterness that i don't love and you no, get, I that, get that you get that hot burn that you especially don't love adam uh, that is a fact stone cold yeah. fact what <laughs> <sighs> well amarillo gives me that hot burn so yeah i guess in that way it's it's not completely soft baby time games it's a little bitter at least but yeah still not blown away it's fine, but I don't know. I can still buy better local. Fair enough. Fair enough. Lauren, what about uh, 
What about the good people of Florida? What do you uh, what do you have uh, down there? Oh well, we've got a lot of good beer here. And actually, he, talking about that drift, it reminded me of um, one of the local breweries here called Southern Swells that they primarily do hazy IPAs. And so there's part of me that wants to try their flagship hazy IPA next to that one and see how similar they are. But <laughs> I'm actually not drinking a Florida beer right now. Uh, oh. No, I know. I, I didn't set you up properly. I <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm drinking. I get a, I have a craft beer subscription box. Um, it's like Tinder for beers. I get to swipe and pick the ones that I want, and they just kind of come to me every month. It's fabulous. Is it um, Tavor? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's former I, sponsor of the show. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, I enjoy it. Uh, I get the same delivery guy every time too, and so he's like. You're having fun in there, aren't you? I'm like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> but um, I have Evangelion 15 Ariel from Adroit Theory in Virginia. Ooh, Ooh okay. And it's a uh, double dry hopped hazy triple IPA, clocking in at 10%. Jeez. And uh, yeah, and my favorite thing about this beer no actually it's not really my favorite thing about this beer but the thing that amuses me the most about this one is it was actually canned on my birthday so uh this beer was born on the same date that i was uh and it's double like i said it's double dry hopped with mosaic citra southern passion galaxy and simcoe so there's a lot happening. <laughs> there's a lot happening in this beer, and it also contains lactose. So holy shit! Yeah, like they just basically threw everything in this beer. I mean, it's it's Evangelion 15. So they've gone through 14 previous in this Evangelion series, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I don't know. This might be the kitchen sink of the Evangelions, but I I, I, I kind of love it. I mean, for me. A high ABV gives it like automatic points. Um, but this one is nice because it's strong without tasting like super boozy, which I appreciate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do as well. Yeah. So I, I like it. And they give you food, cheese, and cigar recommendations on the can. So if I really wanted to sit here and eat uh, some kind of charcuterie and have a cigar, I would know which direction to go. I don't know that I've ever seen a beer do a cigar pairing on the label. Yeah, this think, one does. Hmm. Does even Cigar City do that? Is it, I mean, that would be my first think know. of. Yeah. They, they should, shouldn't they? Yeah. They, they sell cigars in the, in the brewery, in the, mm -hmm. in the tap room. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, it would be my first place to look for a cigar pairing on a beer can. But. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I, hey. You know, yeah. They're doing it. Adroit Theory's doing it. Yeah, right on. You know. I've I've definitely bugged them, I believe, on Twitter about shipping the PA. But uh, well, I will tell you what the can art is really cool. I don't know oh, how am I turning this. It's like a yeah. skull with flowers and all that shit. It's beautiful. Nice. They're they're a yeah. very heavy metal influenced brewery. Yeah. Are they kind of kind of like a burial kind of setup. A little yeah. bit, yeah. Okay. A little bit. I can get behind that. It's cool. I like this beer. I, I got two of them in my box and uh, I had the other one Saturday. So now it's gone and I will never have this beer again, but I'm having my last one with you guys. And we uh -huh. appreciate that. <laughs>
So, Adam, what are you drinking tonight? The last of this beer that I have, but that's only because I bought one can. Uh, this is the Adam's Apple, a bit apropos, uh, from Four Points. We all know Four Points on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of beautiful Charleroi, Pennsylvania. This is a sour ale with ap- apple and cinnamon. Uh, it's apple cider. Yeah. That's, okay. it's, it's apple cider. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, Did, I can't describe it any better than that. Oh, no, never mind. I was going to ask if I gave you any of those Cinderlands Starcrumb apples and to compare it to that, but I didn't. I gave you cherry. You did give me cherry, yes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, this, I, one, I just, <laughs> this one is the the light one of the uh, segment. This is only 6.5% ABV. Oh, nice. Uh, so I'm, I'm easing into it compared to you guys, and I'm okay with that. Because mm-hmm. I'm still enjoying my apple cider, even though it's not apple cider. Yeah. Right right. Good, though. Well, so I mean, we, it's, it's four points. I mean. I haven't had a bad yeah. one yet from them. Damn, is that such a consistent brewery that's annoying at this point? <laughs> it's annoying because they're just far enough away to not go there all the time. Now, how far is that from you? Uh, for me, probably an hour. And okay. probably an hour and a half for me. But let's just jump right in the news and notes because neat. I have good n- Yeah, and neat. <laughs> <laughs> because I have good news for us, Adam. Let's hear it. Four Points has announced that they're going to open a tap room. Where? Northside. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is fantastic. Yes. So they're opening up on Western Avenue, which puts them right across the street from Beers Pub and oh. down the road from uh, 412 Brewery. <sighs> That's fantastic. That's yeah. awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. They're, they're looking to open spring, summer this year. So not, not too many other details, but they announced it on their Instagram. And I just thought that was good news for all of us, yes. especially those of us who don't like driving all that way. <laughs> don't want to have bridges and tunnels involved anymore. That's right. Or going into county, Washington County. <laughs> well, uh, well, yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about Washington County. <laughs> but I, I did want to back up on something real quick. Yeah. 412 Brewery. Do you know if they're going to keep that name or if they're going to change names? Because I know that they changed ownership and brewery staff. Like uh, yeah. So, uh, head brewery there. Yeah, I believe it's Adam Zane that is taking over 412, right? And he worked closely with Fury for a while. Yes, yes. He's also he's also like the head of the diversity council and uh as well as uh indie pro wrestler. <laughs> Good guy to have in a beer community. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, I don't know I don't know too much about that. I was going to look into that in the future. Well, but cuz I I honestly would just like to get him on the show. That was exactly what I was going to say was we just have him on the show and he can answer all of our questions at the same yeah. time. Well, he he posted something in one of the craft beer groups that you're not in. That mm. yeah, that it was like an invite only beer group, and I don't know how many people are even active in that group. But he posted something about a possible future event, and I don't want to give anything away. Then don't. But I wanted to get him on the show to possibly talk about that event as well as the other things that he's involved in. Okay. So, That's possible excellent. possible tease for like two episodes from now or something sure <laughs> sure why wait, not wait isn't two episodes from now your murder episode oh three episodes from now yeah. <laughs> i'm Good not save. even on this show 
It's okay. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already pretty deep into this eight and a half, so. <laughs> See, I that's st- why. I started I, before the show. <laughs> that's why I started with this light guy, a little six and a halfer. Mm-hmm. Just dipped a toe in the waters. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm. Now you got me thinking about what I'm, I have like two in my mind to have next. I'm not even good. I'm nope. I'm just having an internal argument that's coming out my mouth. I'm just going <laughs> to just let remember it go. there's three segments to the show. So you can I, have both. I could, couldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> do or no do not. There is no try. <laughs> and, uh, well, Hey Yoda, that's a really good weird L song. Yeah. Isn't it? Ah, yeah. ah, ah. <laughs> Pop quiz. What year was that song written? What year was the song Yoda written that came out on the Dare to be Stupid album in 1985? So I would assume it was written in 1984. 1980, actually. Really? Yoda? He wrote Yoda in 1980? Yeah. Oh, he's schooling me on Weird Al now. I know when uh, stuff comes out. I was doing research today and I saw that and I was very surprised <laughs> by that. Yeah, that's really interesting. But that, I guess that makes sense. I get that's probably like, yeah, yeah, okay. Like I can, I'll, I'll buy it. Like, I yeah, buy it. But I'm just surprised that he, he sat on it for that long. Uh, maybe, maybe he knew somewhere deep inside that it was too important and needed to be done the right way, and he couldn't do it the right way until the third album. I'll accept that answer. Full points. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and to celebrate that and our full points, let's talk about Yingling. Okay. <laughs> You you get Yingling in Florida right now, don't you? Yeah, we yeah we even got the chocolate porter. Oh wow! Oh, oh actually, okay. Really quick story. Um, I moved uh, from Pennsylvania to Jacksonville, Florida, almost exactly seven years ago, which is almost exactly when Yingling broke into the Florida market. Uh, and so I went to a happy hour with my new work team. So I had lived in Florida for like a week and my people from work were like, Hey, let's go have a happy hour. We'll go to the Applebee's by the office. I'm like, okay, great. So we're all sitting at this big long table and the waitress comes over and she's like, yeah, so we have this great new beer. It's called Yingling. If you like craft beer, you should try it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like Yingling? Really? I said, okay, like, give me a yingling because I'm, I'm a little homesick, but, like, uh, this is, oh, all right, fine. And it was just, like, everybody was freaking out about yingling. And, like, for me, yingling, I'm sure for you, was, like, the, you go to a party at somebody's house and they have, you know, uh, <laughs> natty light and yingling. <laughs> It's yeah. one of the, yeah. you know, and that'll do. And All that, right. that'll do. I mean, it's that's it. And you, you know, but yeah. So it, it yeah. was wild. Every, it was wild. Every bar in the area has a yings and wings special for yings and you, wings, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sports. So yeah. Have you ever gone to the Yangling Brewery in Pottsville? No. So I've oh. been there, but I've never taken the tour. Oh, dude, the tour. Okay, the tour is pretty cool because the brewery is built into the side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And so, like, as the brewery was expanding and they needed more space, they would just excavate, like, and just dig deeper into the mountain. So the brewery <laughs> tour of Yingling is, like, a cave and then the bottling room and then the tasting room and you're done. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. 
Yeah, that's all. That's all like pre-refrigeration stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why that's, they did it because mm-hmm. it was cold enough in there. And yeah. have 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 y'all talked about? Um, I'm sorry. I'm. I like talking with people that like understand Yingling and like it's <laughs> oh fire you know, away that aren't like Yingling is like new and fresh and hip. I'm like, but it's not. It's <laughs> like not like the, the, exact the, opposite. the opposite. Yeah. Um, do you know what Yingling did during Prohibition? They became an ice cream company. Yes. And do you know? I think they're. Are they bringing the ice cream back? I think. Oh, it's already here. It's. Oh well. I don't oh, think yeah. the ice. I don't think the ice cream ever left. Mm-hmm. It's just that it was the company is just so small that it never really gets distributed beyond uh, a certain point. A certain point. Okay. Because yeah. like when I took the tour, and I, now mind you, I took the Yingling Brewery tour when I still lived in Pennsylvania. Uh, so that was a while ago. But like the guy who was doing it was like. Yeah, and we're gonna start distributing the ice cream again, and I'm like, oh, cool. And I'm yet to have Yingling ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't make its way out this way either. So, but yeah, it, it never, it never really went away because they started the comp. The, I think after Prohibition, they still just kept all the ice cream stuff running. But, oh, okay, because the the ice cream plant is across the street from mm-hmm. the brewery. Yeah, because I think a lot of other breweries. Rather than ice cream, they switched to soda, and so a lot of those older breweries kept soda running ah. as their as their side hustle. Um, I, even in Wilkesbury, I don't think Lion's Head is old enough. But Stegmeyer, yeah, was the brewer of Lion's yeah. Head. Yeah. yeah, Lion's Head's fun. It was yeah. the, ca- the caps with the puzzles on them. Yeah, yeah, drink a <laughs> that, lot of Lion's. That Head. was college yeah. beer right there. Yeah, that's my brother's staple. That's my brother's uh, lawn mowing beer. He keeps mm-hmm. that uh, for when he mows the lawn. It's beautiful. So now that we've talked a whole lot about Yingling. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Up, I bogarted the Yingling. <laughs> that's fine because it goes right into the news story. And for anybody else who's listening, there's a reason why people can get hyped about Yingling again. Adam, because it's reason? coming to a new market and a big market. <laughs> it's coming to the Lone Star State. It's coming to Texas. Fall 2021. Yeah. Yingling and Shiner together at last. <laughs> on the bottom shelf. Yeah, on the bottom shelf, finally able to do battle. <laughs> Somebody tell Jerry Jones he's got to... <laughs> Honestly, you know what, Adam? I don't think Yingling and Shiner are on the bottom shelf. That's got to be Lone Star. I say Shiner is not bottom shelf. Now, some people will disagree with me, and those people are wrong. Shiner <laughs> is not bottom shelf. It is solid middle shelf. Yeah, well, neither, I mean, I don't, I don't like Yingling, but I don't think it's bottom shelf either. Yeah, you have Lone Star. That's got to be bottom shelf. And then the equivalent would be American here in PA. Ugh, <laughs> oh, American. I saw, I, saw, I saw it on the clearance rack at JR's. Oh. <laughs> and I just laughed. I was like, ah. <laughs> that American and American Light are probably two of my worst beers I've ever had in my life. And that was when I was in college. Yes. <laughs> so the bar was already low. Yeah, that, that was when your palate was already garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, the, this is one of the Yingling's first ventures with their coordination with, what is it, Miller Coors, I think it is, they hooked up mm-hmm. with. Yeah, uh, Miller Coors is to, doing their distro. Yes, so they one craft behemoth is hooking up with a regular behemoth to spread their wealth to Texas. So look out for it, people of Houston. If you want it, you can go get it this fall. Neat. Oh. Cool. Or you That's could just cool. You could drive over to Louisiana and pick it up if you wanted to as well, because it's already there. <laughs> Texas is its own thing. Yeah, Yingling is going through the '70s Mississippi divide. 
<laughs> like <laughs> getting rid of that bootlegging. Yeah, fifty years late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're old and slow leave them alone so instead of a, a trans am they're just using a tesla right yeah it's the tesla truck running <laughs> running bandit oh <laughs> uh, uh, yuck <laughs> i need some quinoa and lacroix i'm in a goddamn hurry <laughs> I drink LaCroix all the time. I do too. Oh, What's your favorite flavor? <laughs> I got a refrigerator full of pomplamoose. I don't know about you. So admittedly, I, I go for the key lime when I can find it. Oh, key lime is my number two. It's a solid number two. But it's so hard to find for some reason. Really? I can, I can find huh. regular lime all day, every day. Key lime, uh, that's a treat when I can find it. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah, the grapefruit, pomplamoose, that's my mm. go-to. Go-to. Like I like the night cola. I don't know that I've ever had that. It, t- it tastes exactly like cola, but it has all the benefits of not having you know sugar and calories. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to have to get that. I've never had that flavor. one. And it comes in the it comes in the brew gentleman cans. Oh, tall boys, <laughs> for, tall skinnies. For, for for Adam and our Pittsburgh listeners who will get that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I got one new. I got one last news story. Okay. And this one was a news story that became a double news story, and you'll like this one a lot, Adam. I'm listening. I found out that the official beer of the Mo Betta Golf Tour that was co-founded by John Daly. Mm-hmm. I love him. Has officially named Michael Waltrip Brewing <laughs> as the official beer of the, of the golf tour. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. I love that. I love everything about that. That's, that's some hand in glove right there. Yeah. Perfectly. Right. But that led me to a different story of like Michael Waltrip has his own brewing company and he named it the Michael Waltrip Brewing Company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, apparently it opened, started production, opened whatever, established itself in August 2020. And they have three beers that they're offering. A Blondale, the Checkered Past Coconut IPA, <laughs> and, oh. and the Vaminos uh, Mexican lager. Bless their hearts. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> how do you how do you market craft beer to the NASCAR crowd? That's what I want to know. I have you. You just you put, can't. How do you do it? You put so, Michael Waltrip's name on it. You can't name it anything else. You have to put the actual racer's name. So. Like right? <laughs> Seriously? Oh my god! Full disclosure: I have had craft beer at a NASCAR race successfully before. Oh, you can, uh, yeah, I'm sure you've had it successfully. Yeah, but just, yeah, you really have to go find it. Yeah, you have to try. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it was Alaskan Brewing, which makes a fantastic coach. Alaskan but, makes a lot of fantastic. And because it, it's a good brewery. Yeah, just whatever. <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure it was like a 20 to 1 ratio of Budweiser to anything else. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I – okay, full disclosure. We would go to Pocono every year for the NASCAR race. Mm-hmm. Um the one that I think they had it on Father's Day. Yeah. We would go to the June race at Pocono. And uh the trioval. Gotta love it. Uh the tricky yeah. triangle. Yeah, that's right, that's right, baby. Um oh god, I remember the year they re um they they rebuilt the women's bathrooms 
at Pocono Raceway, it was a beautiful thing because you got in and out like super fast. <laughs> Otherwise, like, but anyway, um, we would get up like super early in the morning and get there and tailgate. We'd cook breakfast in the parking lot at, at Pocono Raceway. And uh, my dad would always bring good beer that nobody else was allowed to have because uh, he's like, no, I'm going to drink this here because I'm not paying $12 for garbage in there because mm. I'm going to drink all of this before we go in and, <laughs> and then, then coast and then watch the race. The race and mm-hmm. so that I could drive everybody home. Um, that's, that's a veteran like, move right there. I was, exactly. I was 12 in my Terry Labonte t-shirt and I'm like, that's a smart man that I came from. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah there you go you you can you can start finding michael waltra beers on that golf tour and uh coming later this year they're going to try to open a tap room in arizona all right yeah (laughs) so hey (laughs) it's i hope i hope they work a little bit more on their portfolio because three beers alone they will not survive it's not gonna cut it but but i think it was interesting that one of the first three flagships they came out with was a coconut IPA. It's mm-hmm. kind of brave. It's kind of brave. I, I like where their head's at because they, they kind of have to try to make some sort of splash. You would think. Yeah. 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 That takes nuts. Mm-hmm. Coconuts. Ah. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> All right. Well, let's quickly come back to the beers that we were drinking this segment. Yes. I guess we'll, I, well, well, go ahead, Steve. No, yeah. Go ahead. So I, I, I of course was drinking the, the, the drift by new trail. It's okay. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not blown away, but it wasn't bad either. It wasn't bad. <laughs> so let me ask you this. If it was in a mix of six cooler and you had an open slot after you got everything else, would you grab one? Well, I mean, that's how this one came about. Cause I was at JR's and then oh. I, was at mix, <laughs> I was at the mix of six and I grabbed one new trail. So if I go back to, JR's or if I'm at uh, House of Brews mm-hmm. then I see a single of a different new trail, I'll try that one. I'm willing to give it at least two more tries before I make a decision. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense. That's that's yeah. the right right approach. Right. But so far, it's just it's middling IPA. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah. Lauren, how about you? How is your 8,000 ingredient beer? You know what? Every single ingredient is working for this beer. I enjoy, I like, I seriously, I do. I like it. It's not, like I said, it's not boozy, even though it's strong. Um, This is the kind of beer that I think would fool people. And what I mean by that is uh, there's a beer out of Miami. It's a, it's a Belgian triple called Taurus Trap out of MIA Brewing. I believe we've had it. Okay. Well, you see what I'm saying is that beer is tasty, but very, very strong. So people aren't going to realize how strong it is and drink it. And then they're like, oh, no, this beer with all this stuff, I feel like some of it kind of cancels each other out in that it's just kind of it's just nice. If that makes it, I don't know. I'm Mm -hmm. super articulate, but I like it. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. makes sense. I do. I like this beer quite a bit. Nice. Man. We got so much beer we got to drink. I think it's yeah. time for a new one. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. We can uh, with- I mean, Adam's apple was still good for you, Adam? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, okay. I mean, it's it's still apple cider, so there's really not much to get into on it. Okay. If you like apple cider, you'll like this beer. If you don't like apple cider, 
try it anyways because it's from Four Points and they make good stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I wish to, I, I wish I could dissect it a bit more, but honestly, sometimes the simplest explanation is the best. Cool. Tastes like apple cider. All right. You're drunk. Well, we'll be right back with segment two, and we'll learn more about the Beard Owl podcast. <laughs> Stay tuned. First Sip Brew Box is a -a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Com. Welcome back, everybody. It is segment two of 185 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. That's enough numbers. Let's start talking beers and Weird Al. We are here with Lauren of the Beard Al podcast, which is ah. awesome. Let's get into the beers before we get into the Al. Lauren, I'll let you go first. What beer are you drinking on this time around? Okay. I broke out the last... Oh, my holiday stash Ooh. of Mad Elf from Trogues. Nice. Um, it is not Christmas if I don't have Trogues. And since I moved to Florida, it's been a bit of a project to get some Mad Elf by Trogues. But suffice to say, I have Mad Elf by Trogues. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, I assume somebody sent you cooking supplies? Uh, candles. Oh, ah, very nice. Ah, okay. Yeah. And, and, you know, it works because I actually have a small side hustle where I make candles in empty beer cans. So yeah. I, I'm like, you know what? The weight is about the same. You wrap it about the same. So when I send my candles to people, I'm like, it's candles. No so, one's suspicious. It's yeah. candles. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yeah, somebody sent me candles. And it's been wonderful this year. Because Trogues finally put Mad Elf in cans yes. instead of bottles. So it was so much easier. My poor friend who uh, sent them to me the past couple of years um, went through probably a metric ton of bubble wrap. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, but now, I have, so much easier. I have so much bubble wrap in my living room right now. That's a pop, bit of a pop. tease for next week. Hint, hint. It's also good because we'll need it <laughs> for the glasses. It, yeah, we it, will. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, it's it's also it's also a nice little homage to Weird Al's song "White and Nerdy." Um, spend my nights with a roll of bubble wrap. Pop, pop, hope no one sees me getting freaky. Uh, so. <laughs> that was a perfect tie-in. <laughs> I, I do what I can. You know, I love them. I love Weird Al. So, Steve, I think it's your turn to talk about some beers. What do you got? Well, keeping within my theme of tri-annuary, mm-hmm. and this is going to be maybe somewhat surprising to the listeners, but I'm trying General Braddock out of the can. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Had me in the first half. I know. I gotcha. <laughs> so for those who don't know, General Braddock brewed by Brew Gentlemen right here in wonderful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, specifically Braddock, PA. Famous for its large mares and carry furnaces. So, yeah, it's a 6.8% American IPA. It's very flavorful. It is the home of the Lieutenant Governor's Mansion. Mm-hmm. Slash 
car dealership. (laughs) (laughs) So for those that are are not aware, our Pennsylvania's Lieutenant Governor, John Fetterman, the John Fetterman. I'm uh, pretty sure everybody at this point is aware of John Fetterman with the way he's been going off. Well, I mean, he's he's owed at least $2 million worth of seats cards from Lieutenant Governor of Texas. How are we going to be sending them yingling when they owe us $2 million? (laughs) Somebody needs to get on Twitter and tell him about this. The governor's mansion has officially been moved to Braddock because he did not want to use the lieutenant governor's mansion in Harrisburg. That way it would free up funds for the state. And his home is a former car dealership, which is fantastic. Did Did he keep the flags outside? No, <laughs> it's actually go check it out. It is a very nice setup. Like they did a fantastic job of renovating the place. I I would totally hang out there. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of things in Braddock that were formerly other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Repurposed USA. Yeah, but uh, as far as the general Braddock goes, hey, still really flavorful IPA. I mean, there's there's a reason why it's kind of a standard bearer in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, I don't know. not much has changed from putting it in the can, but I wanted to try it out of the can, and now I did. <laughs> did you want to try it out of the can, or you just wanted to have it and not drive all the way down to Braddock? Both. Things can be both. <laughs> Things can be both. <laughs> so, for me, uh, I am not in uh, Pennsylvania. I am the outlier once again. I tried to, to catch up uh, in terms of ABV, but I have the Crimson Velvet. Ooh. Which is a Raspberry Imperial IPA. Now, I have to read this because I, I can't memorize it. Uh, it is an unfiltered Imperial IPA brewed with red raspberries aged on French oak spirals and dry hopped with Enigma hops. Oh, you fancy. You don't even know. <laughs> no, it's an Enigma. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. oh. But this is uh, coming from Haw River Farmhouse Ales. They're out of Saxapaha, I think that's how you pronounce it. Saxapaha, North Carolina. Uh, and this is uh, just a, a flighty little one. 11.2%. Oh, you, you beat me this round. I thought I was going to win this round because Mad Elf, of course, is 11. Right. Mm-hmm. Champion. <laughs> oh, by point two. No. But uh, it, it has a very, you can't quite see it on the camera. It looks a lot more brownish than what it really is. It's got a nice red look to it. Does this look red on camera? It that does. Looks, that looks more red on camera, but yours look pretty red too, Adam. Maybe yeah. it's just what I'm seeing looking back at me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, yeah. Looks, it looks pretty red to me. It's yeah. reddish. It's, it's a unit. I'll tell you what. I, uh, yeah, you have to take a couple of sips to kind of get used to it a little bit because it's, it, it's not strong in terms of alcohol, but there is a lot of taste going on. You kind of got to figure it so, out a little bit. Does it lean more IPA or more? Because, I mean, you rattle off three different things that doesn't sound, I mean, not that they don't go together, but there's three different competing things in IPA, raspberry, and French oak spirals. So, so what, I, I would say that the, the IPA is in the bronze medal position. Okay. And then I think I put oak in the silver, and then I'd have to put the raspberries in the gold medal position. Hmm. Okay. Oh, that sounds kind of yummy, actually. It kind of is. I'm kind of digging it. I'll be honest. Huh. This, is, this is the first time I've had anything by them. Uh, shout out to my friend Greg for hooking me up with this. Thank you, Greg. That's definitely something I would probably really enjoy, I bet. I love raspberries yeah. and beer. I, I really, really do. We have a, 
on an upcoming episode of my podcast, which I guess I'll be talking about in a minute, I'm having a um, a raspberry marshmallow coconut mead Ooh. that I'm kind of super like pumped to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so I never thought about putting anything like marshmallow in a mead. I know. I know. That's why I got this. I was like, oh my God. First of all, I love mead. Mead is what got me through like the the deep darkness of quarantine when it initially happened was mead was my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, then this, this mead kind of popped up on my radar. I'm like, Oh, oh mar- marshmallow, <laughs> marshmallow and mead. Really? Okay. Like I have to, try. I haven't had it yet. Cause I only have the one, only the one bottle of it, but yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. It's lined up for an upcoming episode. So now I'm curious what what song you're going to try to pair that with. Okay, uh, the mead is called Same Old Jam. All right. I, I don't want to ruin anything. No, it's, you're not going to ruin anything. I don't no, really it's care. A te- it's a tease for the episode. It's a tease for the episode. Yeah. Uh, we're actually going to hit, uh, for the first time, Weird Al's eponymous debut album from 1981. Okay. And we're going to be talking about Got a Boogie. Nice. <laughs> Which is about ostensibly about dancing, but it's mostly having a booger on your finger. <laughs> it's great. I think that's a perfect segue to start talking about your podcast more. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so Lauren, who are you and what the hell are you doing here? I, I don't know. And I don't know. No. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm Lauren. And um, my brother and I, when, you know, COVID hit, we were like, oh no, we're not going to be able to visit each other this year. We're all these states apart and we usually get to see each other once or twice a year. And um, we'd been noodling around with the idea of putting a podcast together for a while, but we hadn't figured out like, what are we going to talk about? Like, what's it going to be? What's going to set us apart from all the other stuff out there? And one day we just kind of had a, oh, we love Weird Al and we love beer. Can we talk about those two things together? And Beard Owl was born <laughs> from that. <laughs> um, and it's been a learning process, but it's been a lot of fun. And I, I say the entire time, you know, if nobody listens to us, I almost don't care. Like, I do care. Please listen to the Beard Owl podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> I almost don't care because I get, I have an excuse to drink a beer with my brother who lives, you know, like 850 miles away on a regular basis. And we have a beer and we talk and we just have fun for, you know, an hour or so regularly. And we have talked more now since, you know, since COVID hit at the beginning of 2020 than I think we have since I moved from Pennsylvania to Florida, Mm -hmm. which is crazy because we lived so close to each other. We lived in the same house for, you know, 18 (laughs) plus years, but we've talked more this year, like uh, in a, I I don't want to use the word meaningful because I'm not sure how meaningful our conversations (laughs) actually are, but we've talked more in a, like, like an enjoyable, uh, personal connected kind of way than I think we ever have in at least our adult lives. And it's been so great to be able to do that and that people actually want to listen to it is for blowing my mind a little bit. Um, but yeah, it, that's what the Beard Owl podcast is. We pair a, a beer with a Weird Owl song and we 
let the conversation take us where it takes us. Sometimes we're really on track and really on point. Sometimes we go off on tangents, but we always end up back where we're going eventually. There might be a little opera in there, but you'll get back. Oh my God, you heard the opera? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I sang Climb Every Mountain from the Sound of Music. <laughs> that's like that's one of my relaxing things to do if i'm ever super stressed out i put like on a super operatic voice and sing climb every mountain fantastic <laughs> <laughs> I, admit, I, I do not <laughs> nor do i no i don't think anybody other than me does that but hey whatever your zen is just like own it right. and feel it like, if it works it works exactly the other tangent that I also wanted to let you know that you're in good company with is you were discussing with your brother that Moe's is better than Chipotle. Yeah, it for sure yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Of course it is. Oh, yeah. uh, 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 okay. Talking about our tangents and on your episode about sandwiches. Did you yeah. hear our tangent about sandwiches when, um, we, first of all, it started with a hot dog is a sandwich. Thank you. That's fact. And then we kind of went off on it for about five whole minutes. I can't remember what episode it was, but that was a really fun. Uh, I don't know. It was a fun conversation, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should listen to every episode of the Beard Owl podcast until you come upon the conversation where we talk about hot dogs being sandwiches. Because we talked about um, Pop-Tarts are technically ravioli. And also Ooh. sandwiches. Yes. Well, but all sandwiches are also tacos. So right. that's also true. <laughs> so oh, pop see, tarts are tacos. Raviolis are small calzones, which calzones are also sandwiches, and raviolis are pop tarts. You know, ravioli could be considered the kind of the the phylum of a sandwich that pop tarts belong to. Okay. Oh, I like that. Yes, phylum. Bring that word in there. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy that. <laughs> oh, okay. So is cereal soup? A cereal is soup. Yeah. Yeah, I think Thank so. You. Yeah, I think C so. Cereal is soup, and that is the precedent for that is Vichy Soir, which is a cold soup. Mm-hmm. Are we just gonna let gazpacho just go and not be mentioned at all? No, I mentioned maybe gazpacho it's gaz in that comment. Maybe it's, it's gazpacho. Yeah, maybe gazpacho is the cold one. Maybe Vichy mm -hmm. Soir isn't the cold one, or maybe it's also cold potato leek soup. Can Whatever. you just say Vichy Soir one more time? Vichy Soir. Thank you. <laughs> Sometimes I just like hearing things. <laughs> Trust me, there's a lot of people who speak French that are putting fingers in their ears and trying to uh, deafen themselves from hearing that. <laughs> I will no longer listen to this podcast. <laughs> it does not say vicious so connected. <laughs> I took French in high school, and the only thing I know how to do is ask to go to the bathroom. So. That's, I took German, I mean, and I, I don't know how to, how to do that. I'll admit but at least All, you, could, you could pronounce he, like half of Eisen properly. But sometimes I don't on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> half of Eisen. I noticed when you said Kolch that like, I was like, oh, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Fooled another one. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> so the one, the one word that I, and I picked, and we talked about this, this episode previously but the i think it was the word pashmine which was when did the, we talk about pashmine no we didn't we did oh 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 they talked about pashmine they did yeah <laughs> pashmine which is basically the same thing as an homage uh -huh. yeah pastiche. pastiche pastiche yes pastiche 
I had to stop and look that word up. And afterwards, it's like, holy crap, I learned something. This is, this is awesome. <laughs> hey, you know, we, we try to educate. I'm actually, I'm actually a, um, a, a university professor. I teach, and <laughs> I teach at the University of North Florida. So God, if my students listen to anything that I do. Yes. <laughs> it makes me cooler, right? It does. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, it shows that you have that you do something outside of you know grading papers. Yeah, yeah. I have a life. I'm a human, you know. So yeah. I'm allowed to teach them stuff, and I'm actually working on a class right now. Um, I've I'm designing a writing course about parody and pastiche and satire. So I'm working on uh, things to read, listen to, and watch that are good examples of parody, pastiche, and satire, so that I can develop a you know lesson plan off of that to see what my students can create in that genre as ah. Alex Trebek would say <laughs> so it, in that development I, I know we're going a bit off topic here I don't now, care. Now, now I'm genuinely curious <laughs> yeah besides Weird Al the airplane movies and Naked Gun what other examples are there out there uh, anything Mel Brooks has done Oh shit! Yeah, forgot about uh, uh, <laughs> uh, the Lonely Island. They do a lot of pastiche type deals, okay. so yeah, you know, like that. that kind of stuff. I mean, Dick in a Box is a pastiche. It is. Yeah, not of any one specific thing, but of again, I'm going to do it. But it's a pastiche of a genre <laughs> of music. What a sentence! I just—it's a pastiche of a genre. That's what. It is. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, but yeah, it, so it it, it is because you look at the outfits they're wearing. It's that like really exaggerated early nineties R and B kind of thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then the music itself is I put my dick in a box, right? So they've yeah. got that going for it. So your brain knows when that music was, whether consciously or subconsciously, and that's what a good pasty sh should should do. It should make you feel like it's something comfortable, but then hit you with the unexpected. So when you think, if you, if you can think back to the first time you saw that sketch, mm -hmm. right? You were seeing like, oh, this is familiar imagery. I wonder where this is going. And then it was like, dick in a box. Like, oh, 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 that's it. So it's kind of turning something you know on its head. Gotcha, okay. So that's what a good pastiche should do. Just like, just like Weird Al does with, um, you know, one of our favorites, uh, Dare to be Stupid, right? That's a mm -hmm. pastiche of Devo. Yes. The best Devo song ever written. It, it is. And actually, Mark Mothers, uh, yeah. Mark Mothers Mark, Mark, Mark Mothers of Devo even admitted that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that is he, no longer a uh, question on the next quiz. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said because he said to Weird Al, he was like, "How did you make that sound happen?" And Weird Al was like, "I, I, I I'm Weird Al. I just, I did it. You know, I just, just I made it. I made it happen. I don't know, you know." But like growing up listening to Weird Al with my brother, which is like one of the the catalysts for for the podcast in the first place, was we kind of found a way to meld our adult selves with our childhood selves. Because our childhood selves were like all about Weird Al. And then once we were able to enjoy craft beer, we were like, oh, craft beer is awesome. Hey, 
you know. <laughs> which, <laughs> which in itself is full of parody and pun. And oh, well, yes. The, like the names of beers are amazing. Um, absolutely amazing. I think Weird Al would be proud of it. Like Weird Al doesn't drink, mm-hmm. which I love him. He can do no wrong. Uh, I'm like, okay, like I don't 100% like get that. He's a vegan and he doesn't drink, but you know, my bologna, like, okay. Yeah. He's earned it. He's earned it. He, he's earned it. And Weird Al bought me pizza with pepperoni on it. So then. Oh, it stopped right there. You can't blow past that. One. <laughs> I went to the VIP experience at one of the concerts. And one of the things that you get when you like after the concert, you go into the VIP area to get to meet Weird Al. Um, there's pizza waiting for you. Ah. And it's got like real cheese and real pepperoni. So this vegan is giving you this real pizza. Because he knows who his people are. Right? <laughs> he gets and it. He gets it. He understands things. And actually, in honor of doing this with you guys today, I'm wearing the T-shirt that I got at my very first Weird Al concert in 1999. Um, here, I'll show you. It's the oh, saga. The saga begins. And uh, so this shirt is old enough to drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Uh, damn. Okay. That yeah, just kind of hit me real hard because I just realized people who were born in 2000 are actually like way past 18. <laughs> and I'm yeah. going back to my t-shirt drawer as well, thinking of a couple of t-shirts that are in the same category. Isn't it crazy? It's crazy, right? Like, I remember getting this shirt and the fact that I still have the shirt and that it's like wearable, mm-hmm. like I, I wore it out today in the world and... <laughs> It's, it was older, probably, than the kid that rang me out at the grocery store. Probably. <laughs> and I'm not that old. You know? I'm like, oh, my God, my shirt is older than you, Sonny Boy. <laughs> but yeah, I've been doing this thing for the Beard Out podcast. Um, and so far, every day in 2021, I have worn Weird Out. I, I went two full weeks without repeating a shirt. So is that the goal? That's a lot of weird out shirts. As a whole, to do a weird uh, out shirt every day, or maybe for at least like part of the day. Um, it wouldn't necessarily like it's going to get way too hot in Florida to wear like a shirt with even like short sleeves mm-hmm. at some point. Um, so yeah, I might sleep in it, but I I feel like you know what? Every day in twenty twenty one, a weird out garment should grace my body at some point. That's a good and goal. I, I have enough to do that. Um, you know, I mean, it's like, if you've got two weeks worth of something, you can do laundry and rotate. Yeah. Through. And, and there's um, long enough distance between when you can wear them that no one's going to really notice or nobody's, care. Exactly. Exactly. And I just ordered a couple more. I two just came today from the Weird Al store. They're just nice, like, cute little, uh, like, plain black-ish uh, girls cut tees with like Weird Al Yankovic and like a fun font on the front. So it could be business casual if I need it to be. But yeah, and then actually for the, uh, for our show, we just, uh, we just had some merch made so you can find that on our Twitter. Um, So I've, I've got a couple of shirts for my own podcast coming, which I'm going to count in the Weird Al Every day, 2021. That's the hashtag, by the way. Weird Al every day, 2021. Nice. Um, so I'm going to count that because our logo kind of incorporates Weird Al's hair. So it's 
it's in mm-hmm. the, you know, it's in there. So I, I definitely count the uh, our podcast shirts as part of my beer beer shirt as you collection. As mm-hmm. you should. I need some of your pint glasses because that's a thing that I like to collect and have. Check out the Fueled by Hops shop, and you can buy one. We'll ship it to you. But I wasn't asking for one for free. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm no, no, I'm just saying that's where you buy them. You got to buy them off Fueled by Hops. We don't have them. We don't have our own store. We're selling them through a friend's store who does a lot more glassware than us. Yeah. Word. There's yeah. small potatoes, and then there's us. We're down below the small potatoes. <laughs> Are your fingerling potatoes? Well, Shit. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say we're small potatoes, Adam. I'm just saying our game is more t-shirts. This is true, and masks. <laughs> yeah, t-shirts all and masks. masks. Yes. Yes. Visit, visit our T Public store for all our t-shirts and mask designs. I just put a new one up this week. Hey, I saw that. That's where ours nice. are. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So <sighs> I, I, want, I wanted to jump back yes. to the to the idea of pastiche and parody. Yes. Obviously, we're talking about Weird Al, and I think it, it it might be around the horn with this. But one of the favorite things on Weird Al albums, because it's something to expect, is the polka uh, medley. Yes, the polka. Does the polka medley fall into the realm of pastiche? Because it does draw upon. Uh, it draws upon like nostalgia and you can listen to one and automatically know what time period mm-hmm. that we're kind of, t- that you're, you know, listening. Yeah. To. Uh, it doesn't necessarily fall under pastiche. I would say it's a cover. It's okay. just in a different mm-hmm. style. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Weird Al has actually, uh, let's see, most of his albums have polkas on them, uh, except for the first one. Uh, UA no UHF has one. Even worse doesn't have. Okay, so the Weird Al album, even worse. And oh my god, my brother's gonna shoot me. There's one more I think that doesn't have a polka. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but we do have coming up um, in March. We're doing a polka bracket where ah, <laughs> where John go. and I are going through all of the polkas and we're having a, a friend of ours play kind of host and referee as John and I fight it out to see which Weird Al polka comes out number one because who doesn't like a good WAP? <laughs> stands for Weird Al polka. <laughs> that WAP is a bop. That WAP is a bop. Oh my god, I'm totally using that, by the way. Because uh, we say that, my brother's like, it's a bop. It slaps. I'm like, well, that wop bops. <laughs> oh god, I love it. <laughs> Use it. Take it. It's yours. Yay. I mean, if you're doing that, you might as well set up you know, Twitter polls as well to run a March Madness practice. Pretty much every podcast does. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I know. And we, we probably will. Um, we'll probably record it, and then I'll make the brackets on you know, the polls on Twitter. And yeah. see where people line up, and then be like, "Hey, y'all are wrong." <laughs> <laughs> Here's the research as to why you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, because this is what we agreed upon. We're the experts. I think we're doing a yeah, we're doing a polka bracket, and we're doing an album bracket as well. Mm. Ooh, that one's gonna be tough. I know. I think final four in the polka bracket is gonna be alternative polka, uh, angry white boy polka, polka face, and then polka party. Interesting. The uh, okay. yeah, the, the the polka party and like I the that album Polka Party's good. A polka party's underrated the song and the album. Mm-hmm. I had the I had that cassette. 
Mm. That was one of the first cassettes I've ever had. <laughs> 1986. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it, uh, what was it? it um, just, yes, just starting with Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer. Especially, I want to be ah, yeah. Sledgehammer. <laughs> it's because it just sounds like carnival music. It's great. It's, mm-hmm. it's great. It's so fun. It's, so yeah. what was nice with that with a lot of the older polkas was it admittedly introduced me to some music that I had no idea existed. Because like right. I, I, I liked, you know, I liked the, the vibe of it, but I didn't know what the actual song was. So I had to go back and listen to it. And it actually expanded my horizons of this music. That was honestly before my time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it does that. It absolutely does that. Like I, my brother, I think, even agrees that the alternative polka is the reason why alternative music is his genre of choice <laughs> genre. genre have you ever seen that youtube video that i think it was austin rogers put together of like every time alex trebek said genre oh uh, no i haven't seen that no but i'm going oh my god. to it's like i've seen jeff <laughs> jeff pretty oh my god that it, the, it's one youtube video that just goes genre 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 and it's it's amazing <laughs> it does it stops sounding like a word <laughs> it, yeah it just sort of yeah. sounds like something that's falling out of his mouth <laughs> so i have a i have another theoretical question as well yeah and this is this is for everybody basically but do you think weird al appeals more to pennsylvanians because we're already uh inoculated to polka music being that we kind of grew up with it, and especially if you grew up in Pittsburgh, you already were used to polka parodies in the Pittsburgh Steelers fight song. Do you think we're inoculated to, you know, the, the accordion music gets a lot of bad rap, mm. but, you know, we're just kind of inoculated to that sound already, so we enjoy it more. That's interesting. And you're not even the first person to bring this up to me. We had um, we had a guest on our show, our buddy Tim, uh, who has a couple podcasts of his own, Married married mash in hometown crowd podcasts um but anyway tim is super cool and he was originally from ohio and he kind of brought up something similar that most weird owl fans are from that kind of part of the country like ohio, the rust belt. Pennsylvania, the, yeah the rust belt that again would be you know like growing up on polka because strike up the music the band has begun the pennsylvania polka right <laughs> Yeah, And so, yeah, I, do, I don't know. Like, that's a really good question. Like, my brother and I got into Weird Al because uh, our dad actually got Weird Al's first album from the Columbia Record Club. And uh, he loved it. He was like, this guy's great. And so Weird Al's kind of always been around in, in, in our lives. So I don't, I don't know. But you're probably not wrong. Like, I, that makes sense because yeah. I, was just, I was just wondering if that's something that you know you or adam has noticed you know growing up around polka music that you kind of gravitated not you know but it, it just didn't offend you the same way like a lot of people get are not into it at all there's some real polka haters out there <laughs> damn them <laughs> so i think i think there's two separate camps uh one camp is the camp that that steve you and i are in and lauren as well being from pennsylvania is that we were already kind of indoctrinated into it so we saw it and we just sort of melted into it. But then I think there's the other camp that saw it as overly ironic mm. and heard it. But then irony turned into, you know, 
legitimate just enjoyment. enjoyment. Yeah, yeah, just enjoyment. Just yeah, as it goes. <laughs> and yeah. then there's that third camp of haters that I don't I, I don't want to talk to them. Fair enough. Fair but enough. I think that that there were two distinct camps and they all kind of ended up together. Just one enjoyed it legitimately, the other one was kind of making fun of it. And then oh wait, this is actually really good. Yeah, mm. because Weird Al is amazing on the accordion. I was driving around in the car not too, too long ago, listening to Weird Al, and there was a passage in um, Everything You Know Is Wrong, which is the the second track off of Bad Hair Day. Mm-hmm. And the accordion solo in that song, I literally out loud said to myself in the car, damn, that's some hot accordion. <laughs> <laughs> and who says that? If, who that's says not that? On a, if that's not on a t-shirt by the end of March, I'm going to be disappointed. I've got Those a are your merch plans. <laughs> that's my merch plans. Yeah, damn, that's some hot accordion. Oh, that's a good one. Because <laughs> I would buy that. I would buy oh. multiple versions of that. Also noted. <laughs> damn, that's some hot accordion. <laughs> Can I also say that actually Mad Elf was the beer that John and I both had on the very first episode of the Beard Out podcast? Oh, right on. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Um, I would say if you're going to listen to the Beard All podcast, do not start with that episode because it's great, but the audio is terrible. Um, we totally get that. Yeah. We have similar great? advice. <laughs> we were babies. <laughs> we were funny babies, but we were still babies. Um, but yeah, we both had Mad Elf when we talked about the night saying it went crazy. So I was like, all right, if this is the segment where I get to talk about my podcast, I'm going to have the beer that ushered in this podcast the og the ogb hey that brings us to you adam what about yes. your beer ah uh, yes the crimson velvet by haw river this is uh you got to know what you're getting into for this one i'll be perfectly honest um pretty heavy beer to be perfectly honest this is the kind of beer that you kind of have to plan your night around yeah and you have to that. plan your night around. I have to plan my night around. <laughs> Average people have to plan their night around. <laughs> <laughs> well, not all of us are floating cyberheads, Steve. I'm sorry. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you're mesmerizing. You are absolutely mesmerizing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that image isn't on a, on a mask yet. Eh, it's not that great. I don't want to sell myself like that. I'd Nobody wear that on a tank top. <laughs> Like that could be like some Steve Seption shit. You wearing that face mask. Oh. And then you can have a face mask on the head and then it all go, goes all the way down. Oh. Smart. Think Smart. Like layers. Thinking brains on. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is no longer a podcast. This is just a marketing brainstorming. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know. We're all just be like, hey, you should make that. You should do this. We'll be. Marketing pitch session. <laughs> Worst shark t- shark tank ever. Yeah, <laughs> I know. This is Madman. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this crimson velvet, it's good. But you got to know what you're getting into before you have it. But okay. if you find it, get it. Sure, sure, sure. Where, where is that from again? I'm sorry, it's been a while. Haw River uh, Farmhouse Ales out of Saxbaha, North Carolina. I wonder if I can get that. Maybe. If you can, hmm. give it a rip. Yeah. And of I'll course, know what I'm getting into, at least. Yeah. Well, you know, you, well, you don't know what you're getting into, but you know to be prepared. <laughs> That's right. I'll be ready. I'll Race be ready. Yourself. 
And of course, I am drinking the General Braddock from Brew Gentleman out of Braddock PA. It's a, it's a standard bearer IPA. It's one of the early, early versions of IPA that's like really stood out as craft beer was emerging in Pittsburgh. And it's still very flavorful and it has like that big opening of citrus on the front end and just drinks really smoothly otherwise. So yeah, not much to say about it. And if you're in Pittsburgh, you already know about it. I just want, I just wanted to try it out of the can. Cause I, I, for some reason just had not bought it yet. <laughs> you're different in cans. And I like, I appreciate you doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like things are different. I feel like mm-hmm. Mad Elf even rips different in a can than it did in a bottle. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 And speaking of what, Lauren, right, that's your cue. How was your beer? I, I, she, she was already talking about it. It's really good. It's one of my favorite beers ever. It's not Christmas if I don't have Mad Elf. And now that I've finished my last Mad Elf, Christmas is officially over, even though I took my tree down a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> so to recap, uh, this was an 11.2. <laughs> it was, yeah. Yeah, mine was 11. <laughs> I had a 10 and an 11. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> For, for for a change, I'm not the one that's all ripped up. <laughs> I'm us- I'm usually the one that gets into the goose juice and goes off into outer space. But yeah, <laughs> that's good, clean, all American fun, Steve. That's fine. Yeah, it's not all American. Yeah, but some of it is Belgian. <laughs> oh, speaking of Belgian, really quick before this segment runs out. This behind me is actually St. Arnaldus, the patron saint of Belgian beers. So you don't think I'm so like su- super religious. It's just my beer saint. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm Catholic, but I'm not that Catholic. Uh, <laughs> things Pennsylvanians say. <laughs> uh, I think that's a good place to end this segment. Thank sure. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with segment three, a new beer. Same people, I hope. Yeah. Maybe. I'll be back. We'll be back for the great Weird Al Quiz. Are you tired of watching the same old awesome movies? Are B-movies more your style? Then the folks over at They Call This A Movie have you covered. Join us every Thursday as we review the worst of the worst in sci-fi, action, comedy, and more. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean at theycallthisamovie.podbean.com. They Call This A Movie, testing the strength of friendships one terrible movie at a time. Welcome back, everybody. We do, in fact, have the same people here. Nobody ran away. We also didn't add anybody, which would have been even weirder. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> that would be a problem. I like weird. <laughs> and if you do like weird, this is the perfect podcast to get in on that because we are talking Weird Al. We are talking beer. We are talking Beard Al and the Beard Al podcast. Lauren is still here. I think so. <laughs> Lauren. What beer are yes. you drinking? Oh, God. Okay. I have a beer from uh, Other Half Brewing in Brooklyn, New York. Ah, okay. Uh, called Greenbacks. It is a double dry hopped India Pale Ale. And um, it's good. I, I didn't get it. It, does, there doesn't, it doesn't say much on the can. And i didn't have the opportunity to read too too much about it when i when i got this in my in my beer box um there were four beers from other half and they were all ipas all kind of with different hop type situations going on with them and uh i just kind of grabbed one literally at random out of the (laughs) fridge and said well i'm gonna go with this one 
And this one is kind of fun because the label is, it's broccoli. It's nice. Cute. It's cute. It's a cute little broccoli guy. And uh, actually, I can tell you, I can tell you what the hops are in this guy. If you just give me a second. It is um, Azaka, Citra, Mosaic, and Topaz. Ooh, that's a good combination. And it is a good combination. I like it quite a bit. And it clocks in at 6.8. So as far as I guess what I've had so far today, this is a light beer. <laughs> <laughs> you're coasting down exactly well i went i started at 10 i went mm -hmm. to 11 like spinal tap and then i which is also a parody yes yes very much so and then went down <laughs> and now you'd be ready to drive home after the race <laughs> yeah they're a wall trip <laughs> I gotta get home from Poconos. <laughs> I'm sorry, Michael Waltrip. I I prefer Daryl over Michael, but the Waltrips are both very nice. Michael's the one with the beer, though. He's a two-time Daytona 500 winner. You put yes, some respect on that name. We put some respect on that name. That's yes, the brand. It's the brand of the beer. It's two-time. I, I grew. I grew. I grew. I grew up a Terry Labonte fan. Texas um, Terry. Two for Texas Terry. I have the t-shirt that says two for Texas Terry. He holds the distinction of being the NASCAR Winston Cup driver with the longest span between NASCAR Winston Cup championships from 1984 to 1996. And when I met him, I cried. Uh, Did he dry your tears with his mustache? <laughs> no, he had <laughs> shaved it off by that point. <laughs> I liked him because he drove the car with the cornflakes on it. I, I I can't hate you for that one. I really can't. No, it's like I'm sorry. I'm 12. I prefer cornflakes <laughs> over skull. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> do they still do Winston Cup? No, no. It's, no, I didn't. Okay, I didn't think they still no. let Siggy sponsor stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. They call it the cup. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it went from like Winston to Nextel. Ah, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Then it went to Sprint, Sprint, and now it's some weird conglomeration of major sponsors. Yeah, they, gotcha. so they just call it the cup. Yes. Which covers the balls. Fair enough. I did. I did. I didn't know. I didn't think they still let Siggy's put money towards stuff. So. They don't. They do not. <laughs> I had a friend who got in trouble for wearing his rusty Wallace jacket to school because it said Winston on it, and they're like, "We can't have that cigarette coat." In <laughs> Wait a minute, Rusty Wallace wasn't he sponsored by both by Miller, Miller Lite <laughs> and in a previous iteration by Kodiak? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but it was the Winston that was the prop. I think we uh, all had that kid in school that got sent home for <laughs> the NASCAR, so the NASCAR like Budweiser jacket or something like that. So stupid, so stupid. And he yeah. came back with the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin baseball jersey. What? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Steve, it's your turn. What beer are you drinking? So I've got a beer that I'm trying again. I'm still in triannuary mood. I am trying the Toppling Goliath Sosas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And survey says? Survey says, oh boy, it is a, a double IPA. And I'm trying it because this is the first time it's shipped into PA. So, really? <gasps> yeah, yeah. 
BA just started getting toppling Goliath shit. Mm-hmm. In case you didn't know, I don't think I, you did. You seem no. very surprised. I am so surprised. I'm like, oh, how was this? How was this new? Like pseudo Sue is my jam. My jam. yeah. We've we've been getting pseudo Sue and King Sue for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's grocery store shelfies at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, so, uh, Sosis that just came in, I believe, this month. So mm-hmm. it is a double IPA. It is named Sosis because Sosis was a mosaic builder in ancient Greece. I'll give you one guess on what kind of hop is in this beer. <laughs> is it Citra? No. no I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. You've been booted from the show. <laughs> I'm, I still have my faculties. That was a joke. So, yeah, everybody knows it's Fuggle. Yeah. Hey, Adam. Hey, what? I'll give you... A dollar, if you can guess what the IBUs are on this beer. <clears throat> Do I get a range? Nope. Oh. Oh, how about, can you play prices, prices right rules? Okay. Yeah, sure. Price is right. So if you go over, you lose as well. I'll go 46. <laughs> it is 100 IBUs. <laughs> One dollar, Bob. I am three beers deep, and this beer punched me right in the damn nose, opening it up. Oh, like, so it's actual IBUs, not oh yeah, dry hops, no. bullshit IBUs. No, it is the most floral beer that I've had tonight. It is also the biggest flavor I've had tonight. Nice. This beer is huge, and I kind of love it. 7.8 on the ABV. <laughs> nice. Nice. That, nice. Uh, you know what, Steve? I think it's been a while since you've had a beer like this. Yeah. Well, it's it's very commonly like a single hopped mosaic IPA that I love because mm-hmm. it's also the Fulton 300 is a mosaic that I love. Um, we didn't have it on the show, but the high wire mosaic is very good as well. So, yeah, that's why I went out and bought this beer as soon as I could <laughs> because I was like, oh, it's a mosaic IPA and I already love pseudo Sue. Yeah, let's try this one. So just out of curiosity, where did you pick that up at? This one... I got it. Um, I got it at House of Brews. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was trying to think if I got it at JR's or House of Brews. I know I didn't go to Creekside. Sorry, mm-hmm. Tyler's. That's all right. <laughs> oh yeah, he's going to be mad about that. He will be. <laughs> we spent more than enough money at his place. Yeah. Buy him a sandwich. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Get him a Reuben. Everybody loves Reubens. Yeah. I don't. You. Well, it's been a good show. show. (laughs) Off the show again. (laughs) This has been the Hop Nation USA podcast. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We can keep going, Adam. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I'm a girl. What do you want? We'll just just bleep that last part out. Ruben. Ruben, I don't like beep. (laughs) The Ruben does not recognize gender. It is a sandwich for everybody. I'm not accepting I'm a girl as a... No, that's that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I know. How about this? Like, I don't mm, corned beef, right? Like, I don't like any. Uh, I don't like pickles. I don't like anything in that uh, that milieu. Uh, I guess it like, kind of makes sense why you moved to Florida then. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, yeah, Florida, I, ha- Florida has terrible cuisine. It's all just fried. And are, are we just gonna shit all over the Cuban sandwich and walk away? Is that what we're doing? I, well, all right. Look, that little southern part with Miami that has the still Cubano counts. still and, counts. All right, but it has the Cubano and it has the key lime, and that's about it. <laughs> I will tell you that the pizza here is terrible. 
I, I saw hold on. I think it I think it's a hard times uh uh headline, but it was just like Florida Florida delivery driver dumps beer on pizza, just claims the pizza to be Florida style. Oh my god. You know, and you know what I you know what it is? It's the water. It's the water. So we have quote unquote New York pizzerias here mm-hmm. that actually import the water oh. from New York ah. to make the dough. It's got minerals. <laughs> to make the dough. And it's, it's, it's crazy, but like, it's true. It's the water. Because I've used some of the same uh, like dough recipes, not even necessarily just for pizza, but for like breads and pie and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The water makes a difference. It's the water and sea level. Um, because I'm actually at the highest point in Jacksonville, and I'm a whopping... Uh, 700 feet above sea level <laughs> damn <laughs> disagree <laughs> you guys gotta think the highest point in florida is like 330 feet above sea level no but i'm the highest point in oh jack yeah all right maybe i don't know i was pulling a number out of my proverbial ass um, See, so. adam, has, adam has these weird facts stored away so you gotta really? get okay yeah so you maybe get used to it after seven, a while maybe it's seven it's either seven or seventy or something. It starts with a seven. I don't know how many digits are after that. Duval ain't that tall, so Duval. <laughs> Adam, what's your beer? I don't understand all these. I'm so references. sorry. <laughs> From a person who lives there, and Adam's just bizarre knowledge. I just cannot relate. Listen, so Adam, I have to live with it every day, so <laughs> don't be mad. I know. So I have the twenty hounds. This is from Insurrection Brewing. Here in oh, Pittsburgh, yeah. the the good insurrection, not the one that just happened. We right, yeah. we support this one. Yay! But this is an oatmeal stout brewed with oat cream. I'm not entirely sure what oat cream is. I don't know if that's like oat milk, but thicker. It's the cream Probably. of the oat. That makes sense. But oh, cream of wheat, but it's cream of oat. Wheat, <laughs> wheat. But uh, it comes in at a tidy little five uh, percent ABV, and it's a stout. And all weather is stout weather, yes. and I dig it. Right on. There is nothing getting through there. Yeah. Mm. Man, all right, Steve, if you do your backlight test, something will come through here, but sure. for sake of argument, sure. it's a stout. Yeah. Sure. I could not see your face. Yeah, <laughs> see? No, no face. Can't do it. But it's nope. good beer. Insurrection makes good beer, including the 20 hounds. Yeah. I fully dig it. Yeah. Right on. Are you ready for the great Weird Al quiz? Sure. God, I, I hope so. And Lauren. Lauren, you are the guest. <laughs> uh-huh. But you will go first. But before we get there, I will give you some simple rules. This is a multiple choice quiz. If you are able to give the answer before I give you the multiple choices, you get two points. If you're not able to, I will give you the multiple choices. If you guess out of those four options, you get one point. If you miss your opponent, it's an opportunity to answer for one point. Okay. I like winner, that. Winner gets pride. I we, already we, have pride. Say so we don't have corporate sponsors, so we can't really send anything. That's fine. I, I like having the pride. Then that is probably what you'll get because I have a hunch you're, uh, you're going to win this one. Okay. I'm sorry, Steve. Nah, that's all right. I, I know I'm third on the totem pole of Weird Al fans, so. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. All right. Lauren, are you ready for your first question? I think so. 
Within the last 10 years, Weird Al once played the beer barrel polka on what late night TV show? Oh my God. Okay. I don't watch late night TV. I know he played the um, North Korea polka on the Colbert show. So I'm going to go with the Colbert show. That with still Stephen Colbert. That is incorrect. All right. And incorrect. Steve, you have an opportunity to steal. Give me the multiple choices. The multiple choices are The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, Late Night with Conan O'Brien, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and Jimmy Kimmel Live. I'll take that Jimmy Kimmel Live, son. That is also incorrect. Cool. (laughs) It was actually on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and he played along with The Roots. Oh, Uh, shoot. Fun. (laughs) It's on the YouTube. It's actually really good. I'll probably uh, check that out. Just see Questlove drummer along too. <laughs> you know what? I think I've seen. I think I've seen that. It's just the only late night Weird Al thing in my brain is that like, don't bomb us, North Korea. We're really not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I got something to go look up. Yeah, look that up. So through round one, we have zero points. Steve, yep. are you ready for your question? Yep. Who has their own line at the DMV? And has made sweet, sweet love to a manatee. Give me the multiple choice. Your multiple choice options are Yoda, Bill Gates, Lady Gaga, and Charles Nelson Riley. Uh, mm, Bill Gates. And that is incorrect. Damn. Lauren, you look like you have an answer at the ready. Charles Nelson Riley was a mighty man. It's Charles Nelson Riley. It is correct. Yes, from the song oh. CNR. You can what something in in Superman's face, but don't you do whatever to CNR? Yeah, I don't know. I hear it in my head, but it's CNR. It is. It is. And a little uh, side note on that one: uh, Charles Nelson Riley's. Uh, partner was concerned that Weird Al was going to come out with a song that was going to uh, kind of make fun and accentuate his homosexuality uh, because that is what Alec Baldwin did on Saturday Night Live. But Weird Al went the exact opposite direction and made a fantastic song, which is a white stripes pastiche. Thank you very much. Should have taken the center much. square on this one. <laughs> Wrong show. That's okay. match game. <laughs> Something about a piggyback ride. Yeah, a four-hour piggyback ride. Kick it up, Gene. <laughs> Are you ready for your next question? God, I hope so. I, I'm going to know all of the, uh, the ones that aren't my question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your question is, Weird Al's movie UHF debuted on July 21st, 1989. Which of the following movies did UHF beat in the box office that weekend? I'm going to take the multiple choices because I don't think it beat anything, but tell me. Your options are The Karate Kid Part 3, Weekend at Bernie's, Dead Poet Society, and Peter Pan. Would you like those options again? No. No, No, I'm just going to go with The Karate Kid Part 3, which is wrong. I'm sorry you're wrong because that is correct. <gasps> really? Oh, I'm right. I was wrong. <laughs> That's right. You thought you were wrong, but you were mistaken. I was wrong. I was right. <laughs> but yes, the Karate Kid Part 3, it beat it by about $100,000. Hmm. Oh, hey. 
Hillary Swank. Yeah, 1989 was a bad year for uh, for debuting a movie that wasn't a sure thing. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Um, but one of those became a cult classic, and one of them did not. Have you ever had a Twinkie Wiener sandwich? No, actually. <laughs> we, I, we haven't I, had them. <laughs> we I know have, of them, but we haven't had them. <laughs> I have had a Twinkie Wiener sandwich on, on the Beard Owl podcast. Well, that's why that's why you're a top tier Weird Al fan, and Adam is silver, and I'm bronze. <laughs> and it's not the worst thing you'll ever eat. I'll just say that. Scrapple would be the worst thing. Uh, yeah, or haggis. I've never had haggis. I plan on keeping it that way. Yeah, well, stomach. you're Irish. Stomach. <laughs> yeah, yeah Scottish lads. That's right. He's Irish, so that's, you know, diametrically opposed. <laughs> Steve, are you ready for your question? Yeah, sure. That's the best I can be. What is the name of Weird Al's pet on the Weird Al show? Oh, Jesus. Nope, that's not uh, it. That's not a guess. That's I know just, it's not. Uh, just, just yelling out to somebody who's not listening. Um, can I get the multiple choice? <laughs> yes, you can. Your options are Mike, Harvey, the Wonder Hamster, Turner, the Mega Goat, and ask him. It's Harvey, the Wonder Hamster. I had to give you at least one. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. You are officially on the board. Hey, Harvey, 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 the Wonder Hamster. I saw that live with an orchestra. An orchestra? Yeah, on the No Strings Attached tour, where Weird Al toured the country with an orchestra. They played Harvey, the Wonder Hamster. With a symphonic orchestra. <laughs> and it was beautiful. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, it's just like Demi Borgir when they toured you know, Norway <laughs> with their full orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't bite and he doesn't squeal. He just turns around on his hamster wheel, Harvey. <laughs> so, Lauren, are you ready for your next question? Yes. All right. Weird Al has had a cameo in each movie of what movie trilogy? Uh, at the uh, Naked Gun. And that is two points. Two damn, dog. <laughs> right? Yeah. That was, damn. All right. I, th I think I would have known that, but I would have had to take it at the multiple choice because I know he was in, I believe I remember him in two, but I don't remember him in one and three. So. Uh, yeah, we did, a whole, we did a whole episode on Weird Al cameos. So. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, he used to take dates to the movie theater to watch Naked Gun. So they and see him them. to impress him and say, hey, that's me coming out of the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the one in number one is the best one. Where it's like, he's Leslie Nielsen is, is coming out and he's trying to like talk to the press people. And then the other guy's like, they're not here for you. Weird Al Yankovic's getting off the plane. And Weird Al's like, ah! <laughs> And it's great. Uh, beautiful moment. Funny on so many levels that I could probably do a whole entire 50-minute class about it. So, Well, I mean, you, you totally could. And I probably will, and people will pay money for that. Good money. American money. Good American dollars and student loan <laughs> debt. So, Steve, are you ready for your next question? I'm feeling more confident since the last one, so yes. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Well, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> Which of the following numbers is often referenced in Weird Al works. <sighs> Give me that multiple choice. <laughs> Your multiple choices are 27, 
46, 99, and 53. Oh, uh, uh, 46. Incorrect, although that is one of my favorite numbers. Lauren, do you have an answer to steal? And the kids started singing 99 bottles of beer on the wall for the 27th time that day. 27. Gets the point. Very nice. Very nice. It's 27. It's all over the place. Like, that is a wild trope in Weird Al mythology, if, if that's a thing that exists. 27. I don't know. He just said it sounds funny. So it does. It's a good number. <laughs> it's a good number. I think what 27 is. The, is it the first four-syllable number? Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's why. That makes sense. I'll buy that. I'll buy that answer. I'm selling it. I don't know. (laughs) Lauren, are you ready for your question? Yes. With a commanding five to one lead. Oh, boy. Weird Al has portrayed Dockside on what animated show? Man. Weird Al Al has portrayed Darkside. Darkside on what animated show? Yeah, I heard Dockside. That's because I screwed it up. <laughs> and my handwriting is terrible. Are you sure you weren't talking with a British accent? He a little bit. Dockside. Um, can I have the, um, the multiple choices, please? I'm embarrassed to ask for them. That's okay. That's all right. You already have more points than I do, so you're fine. I already have more ABV than most people <laughs> as well, so I, <laughs> I'm doing well considering. So your options are Adventure Time, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Bob's Burgers, and Teen Titans Go. Oh, it's it's um, Adventure Time. I'm sorry, but that is incorrect. Damn, damn! I know which one it is now. Ugh. It's Teen See, Titans Go. It is Teen Titans <laughs> Go. It was the- a, a flip flip in my head. Damn it! <laughs> I get that one because I know comic books, not the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Whatever gets you in the door. <laughs> So, Steve, to try to get back into this game, yeah. your question is, which of the following Weird Al songs have been banned by some radio stations due to its content? Oh. Uh, I, I got to have the multiple choice. Your multiple choice options are Christmas at Ground Zero, Perform This Way, Germs, and Fat. Ooh, damn it. I was hoping fat wasn't in the multiple choice because it was my first guess. Because I could see fat shaming be a no-no. But you know what? I'm going to go Christmas at ground zero because Christians are a lot more up in arms about banning things. So, yeah. Christmas at ground zero. So, you're right for the wrong reasons. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is Christmas at ground zero. And it... it Got a little bit of blowback after 9-11. Yeah, because of Ground uh, Zero. Yeah, it had nothing oh. to do with the Christians. Oh, okay. It had it everything to do with the Ground Zero. Yes. That's still Christians, though. <laughs> what? Still, they would still be mad about it for that. They don't want to hear 9-11 references. I'm pretty sure you don't have... You know what? <laughs> you know, and this, honestly, can I, can I get on... A, I'm going to get on a small Weird Al soapbox here because this whole thing really bothers me because that is such an excellent weird owl song yeah um if you think about like the layers of what what went into it like it sounds like a beautiful christmas song 
It's talking about nuclear winter. Yeah. And <laughs> it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And the fact that ground zero, the, the term. Just using got, those two words. A, you know, got, you know, exactly. It got attributed to, you know, what happened after 9-11. And it's just like, really? Oh, this ruined such a beautiful Christmas song, yeah. which is still on my Christmas playlist, by the way. Very nice. Very nice. Anybody wants that, it's on Spotify. You can find that. It's beautiful. It's probably the only Christmas song I listen to. <laughs> well, you should also listen to The Night Santa Went Crazy. Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, by the way, so episode 41 of our podcast oh, is shit, titled, cuts. it's titled The Night Santa Went Hazy. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. And I was like, okay, I am and, down. On that episode, we had the MIA beer company tourist trap Belgian triple. Oh my yes! Oh my god, that's right. That's right. All coming. That's right. It's all coming back to me now. (laughs) I went. I knew we had that beer, and I went to look back at what episode it was, and it just happened to be the 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 Weird Al pun that we made. They're amazing. Well, first of all, that song is amazing, Um, and. At the tourist trap is absolutely amazing. Yes, I believe we liked it a lot. Although we also had a Three Floyd's beer on that podcast as well, so I think I probably like that Three Floyd's beer more than it. But I still like that MIA beer as well. Well, you still liked it just yeah. because you like oh, something yeah. more doesn't mean you didn't still <laughs> like it. Well, usually in the format of the show, when we're all together in person, we like to rank all our beers. That's fair. Oh my gosh, we're running out of time. And that's why we have to go to the final bonus question. Worth triple points, three points, which is advantageous because, Lauren, you have a five to three lead over Steve right now. But I could still win. You can possibly still win. So your question is for both of you. Closest answer. I want you to multiply the number of products listed in the rapid fire list in the song Hardware Store. Take that and multiply that by the number of Grammy wins that Weird Al Yankovic currently has. Uh, You know, I I have no idea because I just do not remember the song Hardware Store. It's a fantastic song. So I'm I'm just going to go 96. Automatic circumcisors. Da, 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 da. Automatic circumcisors is my favorite line in that song. <laughs> uh, it's just like uh, "Loser" by Beck. Drive-by body pierce. Automatic circumcisors. They're the best. Um, as of this recording, I don't think that Grammys are happening between the time of this recording. <laughs> that's that's the going. lawyer talk. That's that's you know. <laughs> But yeah, evergreen for somebody. If you're listening to this in the future, as you should. In the future. Yes, as you should be listening to this in the future. Um, I'm gonna need an answer. Three seconds. Okay, 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 okay. I am gonna go with. uh, It's closest. Is it closest without going over? Just closest. Just closest. Okay, I'll give you that margin. Two hundred. Two hundred. And with an answer of 200, Lauren, you are the winner. You have won the Great Weird Al quiz. Huzzah! You were a bit off, but that's okay. Because you were less off than Steve. 
Hooray. <laughs> the answer, I, know, I know. I know. I was a bit off. The answer is 305. Huh? Because he lists 61 items ah. during the rapid fire list. And he has won a total of five Grammys at this point in time. Oh. So you run okay. them numbers. That gets you to 305. But the more important thing is Lauren is the grand champion. Weird Al, baby. That's right. <laughs> she brings that Weird Al pedigree that dominates. <laughs> if anybody listened to last week's episode, then you know that we tend to weight these quizzes in the favor of the guest. <laughs> As Bring me we, on again and weigh it against me. I say not really because Lauren got the, the harder questions. I'll be perfectly she, honest. She got the harder questions, but you know what? I, I, I just don't know that much about Weird Al. It doesn't, it, <laughs> it's the same thing as giving you horror movie questions. <laughs> <laughs> like you appreciate it, but you don't really get into it. Right. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's things I appreciate and it was a part of my childhood, but you know, I don't listen to it that much anymore. So. <laughs> well, now you got to go revisit just like I'm revisiting horror movies. And speaking of revisiting, I think it's time for us to revisit these beers. Yes. Oh, Yes. I'll go first. The hell with all y'all. Uh, the 20 Hounds by Insurrection, the good kind that we support. Uh, this oatmeal stout is really good. I haven't had a good oatmeal stout in quite some time. I'm glad I was able to revisit that genre. <laughs> I feel really good about that. Uh, this is a good beer to end the, uh, end the podcast with. I am a fan. I wish I could find more of it, but I don't think I can right now because Insurrection is very... They uh, they don't bring back a lot of recipes very often, especially on the canning side of things. Yeah, there's a, I mean, especially right now in Pittsburgh, everybody's on a lot of cycles of FOMO. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to find repeats. Yes, but uh, I'm glad I have this one. I'll say that. So, thank you, Insurrection. You made a good-ass beer. <laughs> They'll be happy to know that. Yeah. Steve, what do you... Uh, what do you think of your uh, your topping of the Goliath? Was it okay? No, it was great. <laughs> ah, good. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Sosis topping Goliath. That is a really, really fantastic beer. Hundred IBUs, and you taste them all. That there is no soft baby kisses to be found here. It will punch you in the face, and you will enjoy it. And nice. I did. Oh, yes. <laughs> we get punched in the face again. Yes. <laughs> Lauren, thoughts? Oh, oh, yeah. My other half, Greenbacks, my double dry hopped India Pale Ale. Um, you know, I guess double dry hop is not everybody's thing, but it is, it is my thing. Um, also because I'm the kind of person that enjoys a burnt hot dog. Uh, so... Uh, that tells you me. Uh. <laughs> so, are you saying that this tastes like a burnt hot dog? No, it doesn't. I just like okay, things. Good. I just like things that are done, but done maybe more than they should be for other people. But they're done exactly the right amount for me. So, okay. I like double dry hops. I like really strong ipas and this is that and it has broccoli on the label which means it's a vegetable it's healthy it counts it's healthy and it counts so <laughs> fiber ab baby baby 
um, yeah, no, but seriously, on a serious note, like this is very good. Um, other half brewing does some good stuff. I have a couple other halves in my fridge right now. I've had a couple of them before and they're really good. So if you are in Brooklyn, I don't know who's in Brooklyn, but yo, I think Brooklyn. they got a few people there. Yo, yeah. Brooklyn, uh, <laughs> check out other half, uh, I don't know. Maybe they're not super cool in Brooklyn because they send their beer out to other places. <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe Brooklyn people are like, oh, other half. They're like, ah. Old news. There. Old news uh, out there. Other half? Like, that's yingling. I don't even know. <laughs> Man, I wish I could live that life. <laughs> right? I loved my other half beer. And I think it's a great beer. But I would also be remiss if I did not mention... You know, living in Northeast Florida, some of the cool breweries that exist here, because when I moved here, there were eight breweries, and now there are at least double that. I want to say two and a half times that. That's pretty dope. It's a really good craft beer scene around here. Let me tell you. Jacksonville, uh, on the rise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... uh it's a lot of fun being here, you know, due to the fact that we got places like um, Makama, which is up in Fernandina Beach, which is like eh, an hour or so north of Jacksonville. And it is great. They're new. They opened in 2020, uh, which is a really bad time to open a brewery, but they have um, some really great IPAs, uh, Cosmico and some other stuff that you know if you if you get your way down here please try and i also wanted to mention southern swells rev and and engine 15 because those are my favorites around here so if you're in jacksonville or the jacksonville area try those out each one of them kind of is doing their own thing uh rev is the uh, passion project of a guy that had his uh, hand in a couple of other breweries in the area and he wanted something where he could do all the weird stuff that he wanted to do and Rev was, <laughs> wow. Rev was, Rev, Rev was that so they do a lot of um, unusual IPAs, sours and stouts so there's almost something for everyone uh, Southern Swells is primarily hazy IPAs, uh, but they're Karate in the Garage, which the name came from the Will Ferrell movie. Of Step course. Brothers. It's Karate in the Garage. Uh, <laughs> and it's a good beer. It's like, I'm going to have the karate. Like, karate is my yingling. <laughs> Basically, um, instead of saying, yeah, I'll have the, I'll have the, I'll have the lager, it's give me the karate. Uh, and so that's really, it's good. It's a good, solid, hazy IPA that is unobtrusive and un unassuming and just kind of nice. Uh, and then Engine 15 is one of the oldest breweries in the Jacksonville area. And they do a lot of really, really nice things. They've got two locations and they cover the whole thing. And long story short, Jacksonville, Florida is not a vacation destination, but it is. It could be a beercation destination okay. for a lot of people. All right. Because uh, okay. there's the Jack's Ale Trail. They give you a little passport and you get a little stamp when you go to any of the breweries. And if you collect eight, you get a t shirt. Nice. 
So I can do that in a day. Fun. I'm yeah. in. Uh, my brother and I did eight in a day back when there were only eight to do. <laughs> so he came down for a weekend and I was like, bro, this is what we're doing. I made a map with when the places opened and where they were proximity wise. And we did it. We watched <laughs> women's indoor volleyball in the Olympics <laughs> at the first brewery we went to at 11 a.m., that's awesome. It was great. It was uh, like it was it was Vietnam versus like <laughs> Taiwan. <laughs> and my brother was like, yeah, Taiwan. <laughs> it's fun. It, this is a good place for beer. I'm serious. And that's part of the reason why I will never leave. Awesome. Well, Lauren, I'll just give you the time now to plug your podcast and everywhere people can find you and anything else you want to i mean you already got jacksonville breweries out of the way so if there's anything else you want to plug oh yeah well you can find our podcast it's beard out which is b-e-e-r apostrophe d uh al so it's like weird al but beard al and you can find us at beard al on twitter so it's beer d al I don't know. There's no good way to say it. It sounds good off the tongue, but I have to say B E E R D L. But it's Beard Al on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we are pretty much anywhere you can find us uh, podcast wise. We just did a T Public store very recently. So we've got some Beard Al merchandise available to you. All the stuff t-shirts tank tops for the ladies and my brother because he loves tank tops because he's a dad um masks all that crap uh yeah you know we're everywhere that you can be for a small little weird niche podcast like we are so you know if you like weird al and or you like beer please listen to us because we're fun i promise it's not all weird owl nerding out a lot of it is um beer nerding out and a lot of it is elder millennial nerding out so right on i think that appeals to a lot of people in our uh, demographic it's we, your milieu we, yeah we, <laughs> we, another french word because <laughs> we is one yes we is it <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to find us, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA and that'll get you your favorite social media that includes Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Don't look elsewhere because we're not there. I said your favorites. Your favorites are Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Go there. And if you want to find brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. And I guess we're on Amazon and you can yell at your Alexa and we're on anything that starts with pod and ends with cast. We're on all of those. But if you're on any of those, leave a five-star review because we are a six words long podcast, but they only let us use five. (sighs) And that's a bigger crime than, well, I don't know. I've had word crimes. Oh, come on 
I didn't actually like that song. Really? <laughs> yeah. Nobody. I uh, yeah, you know, <sighs> I, I, I don't like either. I, I, yeah. The problem with it is the Robin Thicke song taints your mind about it. But if Fair you listen point. to the words of the Weird Al song, it's actually quite wonderful for grammarians like myself. See, that's why you just listen to the Weird Al version and then not bother with the original version. Exactly. <laughs> or. You read books about Weird Al that help you put the Weird Al songs in context. I didn't realize there were books that did that. Uh, yes, actually, there's one called Weird Al Seriously by Lily Hirsch, who is a uh, musicologist and professor. But yeah, she's actually going to be on our show at the end of January. So you can listen to me talk to her about weird al and how amazing he and his fandom and everything about him is and put some stuff about weird al in context damn awesome all right yeah. well, i'm in it's cool stuff read the book there's weird al seriously and then there's also the weird accordion to al by nathan rabin who we've all already had on the show uh in late 2020 so Nice. Yeah. Cool. Damn. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Lauren. Thanks for sharing Thank you your for weird having out. me. Yes. This is a great time. Yeah. You should reach out to my brother John individually. You know, message me. Reach out to him and have him on because my brother's <laughs> fun. <laughs> he, he he is fun. I promise. Well, tell him he sucks for not coming on this show. He worst. has a baby. Well, she's two. Ah, he has a, he, you know, he's got like adult human responsibilities. I have dogs. So. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. Bay. <laughs> they both like carrots. Yeah. <laughs> they both like carrots. <laughs> yeah, they like carrots and getting in the trash. I mean, what's. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what's the big deal? I don't get it. <laughs> I think, I think that's a good way to end the show. Talking about babies in in the trash eating carrots. Yeah, yeah, that's always yeah. great. So, yes, Laura, thank you for coming on the show. This is a fantastic time. All right, until next week, we're done. Yeah, so buy our shit. That. Yeah, buy our stuff on all the stuff we plugged earlier in segment two. <laughs> but we'll be back next week with something new. Ooh.